into A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. I'm your host, Buck Rising, proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. Gary Ashton, the dream address without the stress, it could be yours, or you could sell your home for more with the Ashton team, the official realtor of the Titans, Preds, Nashville SC, and your boy here on Primetime, Gary Ashton. Com. Tame the Beast keeps me looking fresh and fine with all of their grooming products like my hard hair clay that I use every morning when I get up. That's why the quaff looks so fantastic and does not move over the course of the day, but it doesn't look too slick. It's not like somebody ran an oil slick through my hair. All of these fantastic grooming products available at GetBeast.com for 50% off with promo code AZ. Five zero at checkout, getbeast.com, the fine folks at Tame the Beast, and Tennessee Heating and Cooling, who want to put you in your comfort zone this summer. Make sure that the weather does not best you and that your HVAC units are functioning correctly. 10hc.com, that's T-E-N-N-H-C.com, the fine folks at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. BRET615. Are you allowed to have an MLB and a minor league ball team in the same city? No. This would come at the expense. Music City Baseball would come at the expense of the Nashville Sounds. And obviously, they don't like the idea of that. Obviously, they've just had a new stadium built at First Horizon, formerly First Tennessee Park. And that does create some questions. Most mo- Chief among them, where the hell would you put a major league stadium? To put it where the Sounds Park is is not feasible based on the conversations that I've had. But we have much to discuss, so I'll go ahead and set the scene for you because you guys know that there has been a movement to bring professional baseball or higher-level professional baseball. We do technically have a pro baseball team already here that plays just across the street from me in Germantown. Uh, And so now Music City Baseball LLC with Tony LaRusso with Dave Stewart, and now the acquisition of former Red Sox and Florida Marlins executive, longtime baseball lifer, Dave Dombrowski. He is moving his family to Nashville. He is going to be a part of the MLB to Music City movement, the Nashville Stars. The team will be named, if there is a team, in fact, that is created here. He has now lent his assistance, and his expertise, as he already has done with the Florida Marlins. He helped get the Marlins to Florida, now the Miami Marlins, of course. But Dave Dombrowski has now lent his hand to this effort to bring Music City uh, a baseball team. So there are many questions that I have. Most, uh, Most prevalent are the questions of funding, who is going to pay for all of this. And we will hear from Dave Dombrowski's interview with myself and Brent Doherty yesterday on 3HL. But first, let's set the scene for you with the latest development of MLB to Nashville. I want to know from you guys, though, in the comments on Facebook Live and on Periscope, can Nashville support a Major League Baseball team? Let me know there in the comments section. We will discuss here this morning together. Let me know whether you think that MLB would be supported in Music City, in the comment section there on Facebook Live and on Periscope. While you guys do that, we will go to the video courtesy 
of WJHL in, uh, I'm not sure actually where WJHL is, but regardless, they have the video credit this morning. News Channel 11 Sports Director Kenny Hawkins. A big stab in the right direction for Major League Baseball today in Nashville. That's because Music City Baseball now has a former MLB general manager on his side, Dave Dombrowski, the former GM of the Red Sox. He's confident that with his MLB experience, they can make Major League Baseball reality in the Music City. He's also committed to the cause. He sold his house in Boston and is set to move down to Nashville in August. There's a lot of work to be done, like fundraising, building a stadium, getting community involved, and ultimately, getting MLB support. He says that the earliest fans can expect the team in Nashville by the 2024-25 season. There's no promises from Major League Baseball at this time to even having a franchise grant, but I do know that Major League Baseball thinks of Nashville as a major league city. Uh, people around the game, you travel around, everybody loves the city and thinks it's an up-and-coming place and will host a major league team. We'll be in a position where it's either relocation or expansion. We would be open-minded, but what we need to do is be prepared for whenever that happens with Major League Baseball. But the one key there, not only all those different steps of getting investors, but we have to get a ballpark built because we have to have a place where they can come. So this is the update that we have. Dave Dombrowski, former Red Sox and Florida Marlins World Series winning executive joining the movement to get Major League Baseball to Nashville. Now, Bob Nightingale of USA Today, who was first on this story, has reported that Nashville over Charlotte is the preferred place of the considering trying to bring Major League Baseball to their cities. Nashville currently in the lead over Charlotte, and adding Dave Dombrowski does nothing but help your cause. Now, I do have some questions that we will answer over the course of today's show, most uh, most prominently, who the hell is going to pay for all this, but I want to know from you guys, would Nashville support pro baseball? I'd love, uh, I'd love W, yes, but I doubt it. 80-plus uh, dates is a lot of tickets to sell with G-Man on base, considering that we already have three pro teams plus college when you weigh into consideration Vanderbilt. Uh, yes, says Gary Orand. He believes that Major League Baseball would be supported, as does John Michael Presley, who says absolutely. Sean Gill says Nashville Stars reminds me of an AAU travel team. Well, the, the name the Nashville Stars, because I asked Dave Dombrowski this yesterday on 3HL, I said, what, what is the genesis for the name? And I was speaking, you know, frankly, from a place of ignorance. I had not really, I had not really done enough research on where it is the name that the Nashville Stars came from. And so that is a former team in Nashville that was a part of the Negro League many, many years ago that was named the Nashville Stars. And given that this would be, in theory, if they are accepted, if this proposal goes through, if efforts are made over the course of the next five years for MLB to come to Nashville, the Negro League name of the Nashville Stars given that this pro baseball ownership group would have, for the first time, African-American majority ownership, this is what they would want to have as a, as a remembrance to the roots of baseball here in Nashville with the name of the Negro League team being brought back. So many Braves, Cardinals, and Cubs fans here, you'd think Nashville could support it, says B-Rett. And answering the question that I'm posing to you guys, 
of whether baseball would be supported, professional baseball, high-level baseball, major league baseball would be supported here in Nashville. Lewis Chesney says, will they play in the American League or National League? Again, we asked Dave that yesterday on the radio, and he said, well, beggars can't really be choosers, but geographically, it makes more sense that it would be a National League team. G-Man on base says, only so much money to go around, and that is the biggest question that I have. Brent Matlock says, as much as I love MLB, I'm not sure Nashville is big enough to support NFL, NHL, MLB, and soccer. Bobby says he really hopes MLS and Nashville can take off too. Reynald, sure they can, but Nashville is a visit city, so it's going to be like the Titans, a lot of away fans. It's just the way it is. Listen, as long as they sell tickets, I honestly don't think it, I don't think people care that much, especially with baseball. Like home field advantage is a thing during the World Series and during the Major League Baseball playoffs, but like I don't get too caught up in the idea of opposing fans filling up wherever the Nashville Stars would play. Like, that doesn't bother me. As long as they're generating revenue, like, I would go to probably, I'd probably go to 10 to 20 baseball games over the course of the year because I go to that many sounds games for sure, and that's just a drink at the bandbox. Nope, definitely not by me, says Titans for Life. He's out on baseball. He mentioned relocation of a team. Hmm, wonder what the team would be in the hunt. The Rays, question mark. Well, the Rays... And the Oakland A's are the two teams that have been discussed. But at this time, Major League Baseball has said nothing about trying to, officially has said nothing about trying to relocate those two teams. I have a lot of questions that I want to discuss with you guys. And I want to get to more of your comments as to whether Nashville can support Major League Baseball. We're going to do that because in theory, I think yes. But I'm going to explain on what the valid issues I think need to be brought up are. Right after I remind you about the fine folks at Tame the Beast. You know I used my hard hair clay this morning as I did my Beast Body Lotion with guarana, green tea, and mountain tobacco. This is the best stuff in the world. And it is one of the many fine grooming products available to you if you would like to groom boldly at GetBeast.com, courtesy of our friends at Tame the Beast. You can be a beast. You can groom boldly just as I do, just as uh, many of you do. Many of you guys have taken to the fine products at GetBeast.com. You can do so for a hell of a lot cheaper with the promo code AZ50 at checkout. Saves you 50% off your online order at GetBeast.com. The fine folks at Tame the Beast want you to be a beast, want you to groom boldly with our friends at Tame the Beast. Okay, so... Would Major League Baseball be supported here in Nashville? My first, my, the, the easy answer is yes. Like, I think if you get, if you, if you, and you'll hear from Dave Dombrowski, the newest addition to the Music City Baseball LLC group, along with Tim Corbin and Tony La Russa and Dave Stewart, many other, uh, many other high-level executives who and high-level people in baseball that will serve on the advisory committee to help move this process along. Dave Dombrowski helped get Miami the Florida Marlins when they were the Florida Marlins, and now they are the Miami Marlins. But I think the easy answer is yes, because they are wanting a stadium on the east bank of the river, and they want an entertainment center surrounding it, which helps a lot of your cause, right? You're going to make baseball like the battery in Atlanta. 
A lot of people thought that it would be a failure if you moved the stadium out to the suburbs, out to where more people obviously have disposable income because the battery is in a nicer part of Atlanta. And they thought, well, the battery would be a disaster. You're taking it 20 minutes outside of the city. No one will ever go. But the battery, and I know this from personal experience, they totally built up a different part of the city in the battery around the Braves Park. I don't think it's SunTrust anymore. I think they've changed the naming rights since last year. But this is this is kind of the same concept that they would be looking at for professional baseball here in Nashville. But who is footing the bill? That is my first and foremost question. You'll hear from Dave Dombrowski on that subject here in just a second. But for me in principle, I think that Given all, given that we have so much to do here in Nashville, we are a city built and based on entertainment, whether that be in sports, primarily in the music industry. We have so many different things to do for the tourists who come into town, but also for the people that live here. How can you, how can you separate baseball from everything else that's going on? And I would say to you, listen, I go to at least 10 to 15 Sounds games a year, and that's because the Sounds have set it up correctly. Now, minor league baseball is not about the baseball. It's more about the ability to go and have friend and have a good time with your friends at the ballpark. I'll go to the bandbox, I'll get drunk with my friends, I'll go hang out and I won't watch a pitch. That's kind of the, the kind of the same vein that major league baseball they would not say that because they're going to say, well, of course it's about the baseball first and foremost, but it's really about the event and the experience that you have once you're in that ballpark. Can you build it up and have uh, can you build it up and have young people gravitate towards it because you've done enough things around the baseball to make it a good time? Buck Rising Stadium sounds good, says Rob Demostis. Uh, I, I think uh, I think we could do better than a name for that. Raise season tickets for 2019 in the upper deck, one thousand and thirty-six dollars, says G-Man on base. I think for eighty games. That is really, really damn good. It's a great value, and obviously you're getting a lot of bang for your buck uh, if you are trying to resell those tickets. You're trying to, even if, if you, even if you're just going to take them at value, uh, you're going to, uh, you're going to get good value out of those tickets if that's the same kind of vein that we're talking about. Uh, Rob is asking, you talking about major league or minor league? No, we're talking about MLB. We're talking about MLB expansion and then bringing a high level. Uh, Major League Baseball Club to Nashville. This is this is the we already have minor league. We don't need another minor league team. We don't need a uh, we don't need a double A, a single A, whatever the case. We have a triple A ball club, and that this listen this would come at the expense of the Nashville Sounds. And so there are many logistical issues that they have to accomplish. They never fill MLB stadiums anyway, says Rob. Yeah, you know it's not even like the Titans. You don't have to worry about the attendance because. The money that is being generated is primarily off the television contracts because you just have so much inventory during the summer that these, you know, Fox Sports Tennessee, for example, or, uh, or ESPN for the rights to Major League Baseball. They're just looking for something to fill their time on these 24-hour networks during the summer. And MLB, that's why MLB continues to thrive, not nationally maybe, but locally they uh, they kill it. The Nashville Traffic Jam would be a good team name, says Rob DeMostis. Yeah, uh, but it's going to be the Nashville Stars if it does in fact happen. So in theory, I think yes, 
baseball would be supported. But I think there is enough, there's a lot of stuff they have to do around the Major League Baseball park and the Major League Baseball team to ensure that it is a long-term success. Legit, thanks for the info, Buck, says Sean Gill. Larry says, I'd support the Nashville baseball team just like the Sounds. If they win, they will be supported, says DeMarie. But even if, I mean, honestly, with baseball, like, do they even have to win? Like I'd probably go to a I'd probably go to a losing baseball team's games if I just wanted to go hang out, drink beer, and watch the Cardinals come to town. Like I don't even think baseball it it doesn't it, winning helps. Winning obviously helps. If they have success, of course people are going to be more likely to gravitate towards it. But you know, for me, I don't I don't care enough about it. What would a team name be? Says Rob. We, well, we've already answered that, Rob. It's going to be the Nashville Stars. What would Nashville do with First Tennessee Park? That's a huge expense to run and upkeep. That's an excellent question and one that they will have to answer as they make it further and further into this process. At this point, they are just in the fundraising stages. But this is, the, this is an upward trajectory over the course of the next five years that they are on. Elizabeth George says she doesn't think so. The Titans have enough problems with attendance. So an MLB could have similar problems. Monty says he will support. Brent says it would be supported more in the National League due to proximity to Atlanta, St. Louis, and Cincinnati, which is the same kind of logic that I am applying when I say it's geographically. It makes more sense to be an NL team. We have room to grow. MGM District will be ready in a few years. What would happen to the sound, says Les? Well, the sounds would go away. Again, These are this is a logistical issue that has to be overcome. Success on the field will put people in the seats. Poor products will uh, result in poor local attendance. I, I, again, I think I think in any other sport, you're correct. I think in baseball, like the attendance doesn't matter as much whether they're winning or losing. The Braves have been terrible for a long, long time, and they have done well in, uh, and now they're obviously starting to have a resurgence. They have done well in rebuilding that organization, but people go to Braves games. People go to Reds games. Great American Ballpark one of the best ballparks in the country, and the Reds stink. And at least every year, I go to two to three, uh, two to three Reds games because it's fun to go to a live baseball game. I really think that more than any other sport, the actual wins and losses don't matter as much because there's 80 home games. <laughs> it's just so much that you don't really. It doesn't really resonate as much as it does even in even in. Uh, even in hockey or in basketball where there's 82 games. Nashville population will be even bigger in 2025. Keep in mind, out of all pro stadiums, a baseball stadium is the best experience. I do agree with that, says G-Man. Across from Nashville Yard, says Zach Drew. Well, their preference, and again, you'll hear from Dave Dombrowski, the latest to join the Music City City Baseball LLC group, Uh, you will hear from him, his appearance yesterday with myself and Brent Doherty on 3HL on 104.5, where their preference for the stadium would be. Elizabeth George says Mandu Stadium. Indeed, I'm pretty sure that Nashville can support an MLB team, says Ronnie. Do they want to buy a franchise or convince a franchise to move to Nashville? Again, they are just in the fundraising process, and at this time, Major League Baseball has made no acknowledgement of the idea that they would like to move the Tampa Bay Rays, or the Oakland Athletics, but those are the two teams that have most been reported to be in consideration for a move should MLB opt to move them. It could be both ways. 
Like Dave said yesterday on the radio, beggars can't be choosers. But let's get to uh, let's get to the biggest questions uh, that you guys have. What must an MLB to Nashville uh, Nashville deal? What must it include to make it worthwhile to you? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. What must an MLB to Nashville deal include? for you to make it worthwhile. For the city, for you as the consumer, for sports fans as a whole, let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live and on Periscope what must an MLB to Nashville deal include to make it worthwhile to you. While you guys weigh in in the comment section on Facebook Live and on Periscope, before we hear from Major League longtime baseball lifer and executive, multiple World Series winning executive, Dave Dombrowski, yesterday on the radio, let me know in the comment section what must it include to make it worthwhile for you as a baseball or a sports fan in general. While you guys do that, I will uh, remind you about the fine folks who will help uh, a Major League Baseball team find their dream address without the stress. Because Gary Ashton, the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage, it's already the uh, the official real estate agency of every pro sports team in town. The Sound, or excuse me, the uh, Nashville SC, the Titans, the Preds, and your boy here on Prime Time. Your dream address without the stress. That is who you are looking for. Uh, that is who you are looking for when it comes to finding your perfect home. The Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. The best in the business. The people that you should trust because they are here, located in Middle Tennessee. They are here working for Middle Tennesseans, and they are the best in the business when it comes to real estate investment. And if you want to sell your home, you sell for more through the Ashton team. And you can take a free virtual tour of any of their listings at GaryAshton.com whenever it is that you have some time to do so. What must an MLB to Nashville deal Include for you to consider this whole transaction worth it. Let me know in the comments, uh, and we will. Uh, you will hear from Dave Dombrowski on the subject matter momentarily. I saw Rob say, uh, "I saw Rob say free helmet ice cream." G-Man said a non-domed stadium, which is interesting because you would think in a Nashville summer you might want a little respite from the elements. You can get incredibly overheated out there, especially during daytime baseball, and I think there would have to be some elements put into place to help people um, from just, to, just to escape, to make the viewing, uh, make the in-stadium viewing experience more palatable. I think that's a big thing that must be included if we're talking about an MLB to Nashville deal. Let me know in the comments how you feel about it. G-Man just says straight up, no, he does not want a domed, uh, a domed baseball stadium. Nashville needs a stadium that's not insanely massive like ATL. Needs a more intimate feel like Boston, says the n- notorious ACV. We should get the A's, says Zach Drew. 1981 Madison style. 17 years young Canseco. Uh, LOL, as long as there's peanuts and Cracker Jacks, we're all good, says Elizabeth George. National uh, Nashville could definitely hold an MLB team says Colton Bradley Tate. Atlanta Braves going to take a hit, though. Great ownership, great marketing, and competitiveness on the field. That's what Brent needs. David says he's with Dave Dombrowski. Beggars can't be choosers, just no yellow uniforms. Yeah, I cannot stand. 
Like the Preds yellow and the Nashville SC yellow is just so obnoxious to me. I cannot deal with the yellow uniforms. It's, uh, it, it really is problematic. But the thing that it must include for me, first and foremost, is private funding. As just as B-Ret says, as I, uh, as I mentioned, must include not having a huge spike in your taxes if you live in Davidson County. And that is the first and foremost thing that it must include. We as a city are currently cash-strapped. Our financial situation between the hit that we took after the tornado and now during COVID-19, we cannot afford as a city and as taxpayers in this city to fund another stadium. It's a losing proposition. So what it must include for me is private funding. And as Dave Dombrowski said yesterday with myself and Brent Doherty on 3HL, that's exactly what MLB to Nashville is looking to do. Privately funded stadium and a privately funded effort to bring professional baseball here to stay. About it, um, because I'm so in such close friends with Tony Larusa. We've been so close years, and then he worked. We worked together in Boston there for a couple of years. So we talked about Music City baseball and had a knowledge somewhat there. I had met John in the past also, uh, but never had a heavy involvement. It really was last November when we were at an event that Tony hosts for Leaders and Legends for Animal Rescue Foundation in Las Vegas that John and I had a chance to cross paths again and we talked a little bit. And then there was a quick follow-up after that in November. I came here in December and had a chance to really get a chance to talk to them more about what their plans were, what their focus was. So I knew something about it, but I can't say I was as intimately involved as I would be at this point uh, from an information perspective. So should the Nashville Stars and, and the Music City Baseball LLC efforts be successful, this would become the first team in baseball history to have African-American majority ownership. How much, how important is that to the league to be able to incorporate that element? Does that play a, a, a major role in helping to move this process along in your opinion? Well, I think it's important. There's no question from Major League Baseball's perspective, diversity at this time, extremely important. And having the involvement and the proper thought processes and bringing together um, all the different areas from a social perspective with the national conversations taking place about that the social justice and racial equality. And you see right now our tie with the Hall of Fame. I think all of those things are extremely important to Major League Baseball. But Ultimately, you have to have a lot of other things that come into play, too. So, of course, we have to get a ballpark built. Extremely important. We have to be in a position where you get the right amount of money, the proper lead investor, the control interest person involved. But I think having the type of diversification that we have, the emphasis on that can only be helpful for us. It can only be helpful for Major League Baseball. Where are we in terms of ballpark discussion? Well, it's been taking place. Uh, our preference, um, preferred location would be along the East Bank, but there's still a lot of steps to, to get that done. Conversations have been taking place. We have a feasibility study of individuals that we hired with a company called CSL. They've been working with us. We've talked to a gentleman that's on board with us by the name of Chuck Steedman, who's involved with ASM Global, that's involved with... Uh, dealing with stadiums they're on board he's on board with us now so we've had a lot of conversations uh, john and alberto and lee barfield have had conversation with some of the officials here in the city but there's still an ongoing conversations a lot of steps to still to get this to happen well, would, the, would you guys
guys be looking toward a privately funded um, opportunity, or would, would would the city government need to get involved? Now, all along since uh, I joined in the very beginning, it's been emphasized how it will be privately funded. So it's something that uh, we are going to do. Of course, you're going to have to raise the, the money to do that. I think we can do that. Um, also, we would love to get an entertainment district tied in with that in some respect, which would help. But it will be privately funded. Bit about it. That was Dave Dombrowski former Florida Marlins, former Boston Red Sox, World Series executive, now a part of Music City Baseball LLC. That is the question that I need answer and that Dave gave to us yesterday, that audio courtesy of 3HL on 104.5 The Zone. Appreciate Brent and the fine folks at 104.5 for allowing us to use that audio from our interview on the radio Yesterday, it needs to be privately funded. And what Dave Dombrowski is saying is that their objective is to make sure that it is privately funded. That's the only way that this thing gets through. If that is the case, I'm good with it. B-Ret says, let's do it. He's for it. What needs to happen, what needs to be a part of the MLB to Nashville deal to make it worthwhile for you, for me, it is the idea that they would be privately funded. Because we as a city, we are cash poor after the tornado and after the effect of COVID-19 on our local economy. You've seen the emergency budget that Mayor John Cooper passed with a 34% tax increase or uh, property tax increase that is going to make a lot of us hurt, especially those of us who have just recently bought property. That's going to be a tough one for you, boy, but it is a necessary evil as we try to replenish our cash reserves as a city, I would not sign off in any way, shape, or form for a taxpayer-funded or taxpayer effort in order to bring a new stadium to Nashville. It has to be privately funded for this to go through, for this to be worth it for us, in my humble opinion. Bring in a top head coach, says Lewis Chesney. Mike Matheny, the former Cardinals, Manager Nashville does not have the market for MLB, says Jake Kennedy. Uh, great point, Buck. Private funding, I'm all in for it, says Darius. David Alford, uh, Alford says private funding is a must. Has a location outside of Davidson County been considered as a plan, B, a plan B? Downtown real estate, especially where they're talking about it on the east bank of the river, right there next to ne- between Nissan Stadium and the scrapyard, uh, that would be... A, an issue. And at, to this point, their, their primary objective is to get that location, David. Uh, I'm not sure. We did not, we did not ask, and that's a failing out of me. Maybe next time I have David on the 615 Sessions podcast, uh, Dave Dombrowski, excuse me, not David, Dave Dombrowski on the 615 Sessions podcast, and we discuss the idea of where a plan B may need to happen. Has a location, uh, or a good team, says Matthew Eggers. That is a requirement for him. What about the minor league stadium they just built at First Horizon? What do they do with it? Sorry, late to the show if you already covered it. Yeah, again, this is a logistical hurdle. We did talk about it, Ethan. It's a logistical hurdle that they would have to come uh, overcome. Just kick out PSC medals. This is easy, says Captain Crook. PSC medals ain't going anywhere. They make entirely too much money, and it is an eyesore, a plague upon our city's uh, la- or, uh, landscapes. Uh, what, what do you call it? Um, 
what, what, what do you call the, what do you call a city's profile? Why am I blanking on this? Uh, I, I can't, I can't think of the world. I've, uh, I've, uh, I've lost it. It's kind of stupid not to do it downtown. Forgive me, the comment faded on Periscope. I didn't see who made that comment. Contact Reba, says Lewis Chesney. Reba's got some expendable uh, or some disposable cash lying around. Danny says, have to find a team of investors that are willing to wait a bit before they start getting back in the green. Yes, we are still just very much at, uh, at, a, at a fundraising level. City Skyline. Thank you, G-Man. Good God. I don't know why that was so hard for me to hard for me to think of a little bit of a brain fart on a Wednesday morning, but it's okay. Halfway through the work week at this point, we're killing it. It's a, a brain fart is allowed on a Wednesday. Let the fans work off tickets, says Lewis Chesney. Uh, pick up so many pounds of trash and trade for chickens or tickets. Lewis, just with the strangest comments, always in here. It always makes me laugh though. Uh, I source says Kyle Dupree. Yeah, PSC Metals is is just honestly the worst. Uh, yes, Skyline, Austin, Stan- Austin, you're on vacation, for God's sakes. Aren't you supposed to be celebrating your second wedding anniversary with your lovely wife, Jenny? Austin Stanley has been in here, and I know he's keeping tabs, and thank- thankfully Austin has been uh, making sure that I have been able to get the morning show off the ground in, uh, in, in, uh, in reasonable time. Today I was a little late trying to figure out how to pair that audio with a visual for you guys, so apologies for that, but for God's sakes, Austin, enjoy your vacation. You don't have to wake up this early in the morning. You should be spending time with your wife. Annie was yesterday. Great day. Well, a very, uh, a very happy second wedding anniversary to Austin and Jenny Stanley. Uh, what is the estimated cost of the stadium, says Travis Smith. Again, they are very, very much in the early stages of this. They do not yet have those projections. <laughs> G-Man on base just with the eyeball Emoji, yes indeed. Uh, let us, so what we have determined with Music City Baseball, what we have determined with Dave Dombrowski's idea and, and the movement of Music City Baseball to bring professional baseball to Nashville, it has to be privately funded. I think a lot of you think that the team has to be competitive on the field, but I would say to you as a longtime Reds fan, it doesn't have to be the case the baseball team doesn't have to be good for people to want to go to the games. People just like to go to baseball games during the summer. The Nashville Sounds are a great indicator of that as long as there is a as long as there is an environment that is enjoyable for the people to watch. Great American in Cincinnati, obviously one of the best ballparks right there on the Ohio River, uh, one of the uh, one of the best out there and so maybe that's not the best, maybe that's not a great example. I don't know I don't know whether the Tampa Bay Rays are supported uh, supported in in a way that would indicate that they are one of the teams that need to move the Oakland Athletics. I think that's more about the stadium than it is about the actual team. The big the big red machine says G Man on base on Periscope. When will hats be on sale? Says Lewis Chesney. Actually, I think they have Nashville Stars gear on sale now. I don't know where you go to buy it, but I'm pretty sure you can find that stuff. Out there, there's not a ton of merch available because it's just still very much in the fundraising phases. But the Nashville Stars, which is what the team will be named if a team is in fact brought to Nashville, uh, is is there is merchandise that exists for the former Negro League team that the Nashville Stars would be named after. Baseball games are so cheap, says Captain Cronk. Another good point, in my opinion. It's very good, not Kansas City Royals good, but very good, says Shrike. 
Uh, you think that much, says Travis Smith, talking about a $1 billion projection, or uh, Travis Smith responding to Zach, who says $1 billion for a stadium. Yeah, it'd, be a, it'd probably be a billion-dollar proposition. Like stadiums right now, especially modern-day stadiums, they're, they're going off. Uh, they're going off in in billions of dollars. Aren't the Rays thinking about playing half a season in Montreal, says G-Man. Yes, that is very much up for discussion. We just need a table-only casino room across the street. The A's should keep the name if we get them, in my opinion. The Nashville Athletics? I, it's interesting, but the Nashville Stars, uh, this the Music City Baseball LLC... If a team comes to Nashville, it's going to be the Nashville Stars. And honestly, I think that's a good way to pay tribute to the history of baseball in Nashville and to the Negro League team that used to play here. I, I do love the Athletics as a name, and I love their gear. Um, but for, for the purposes of making sure that it is Nashville's baseball team, I think it should have some tie to history. As long as we don't rip off the Dallas Stars chant, the little worst, says Captain Croc. I, I, I don't think I'm familiar with this Dallas Stars chant. Uh, but maybe I'll look it up on YouTube after we conclude here today. And it is almost time to conclude here today. It is almost the end of the show. But first, we have to get to the Gone Viral video of the week. It is a hump day. It means we're halfway through the work week. It means you're halfway through the work week. I have much more work left to do before it is officially the halfway point of my work week, and I'm sure you do as well. But it's time to kick back, relax, and laugh at the Gone Viral Video of the Week here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. Shrike mentions the Nashville Stars. It works well with the TriStar logo, and I do agree that that is indeed the case. But the Gone Viral Video, the question associated with it, what app would you most want banned? What app on your cell phone, what app that is currently out there in the universe would you most want banned? And if you are familiar with things going on in our political climate, you know that President Donald Trump has taken steps or is looking to take steps to ban Chinese applications from our phones, from the American, uh, from the American marketplace. And I find this to be a funny question to discuss, a video courtesy of the Today Show coming up momentarily, the Gone Viral Video of the Week, what app would you most want banned? Let me know on Facebook Live and on Periscope. We will discuss together momentarily right after I remind you about the fine folks at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. 10hc.com is the website that you go to. 10hc.com, that's T-E-N-N-H-C. Com. For satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They are the best in the business. Three locations for you to choose from wherever your geographical location is closest to here in Middle Tennessee. Or if you view with us in Southern Kentucky, they can get you the hookup as well. Chris Hamby and the fine folks out there at their main headquarters in Clarksville will make sure that your HVAC units are functioning properly as we head into the hottest months of the year. You don't want your AC to break down at this particular point in time. It's a bad time to go without air conditioning. So make sure that your HVAC HVAC units are functioning properly with the fine folks at Tennessee Heating and Cooling, 10HC.com. That's T-E-N-N-H-C.com. What app would you most want banned? I saw G-Man on base say Snapchat. 
Sean Gill says Twitter, Zach Drew, TikTok, as does Titans for Life. He agrees that TikTok would be the app that he would ban. President Donald Trump apparently agrees with all of you who would want TikTok banned. This video, the gone viral video of the week, courtesy of the Today Show. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo warned on Monday night that the video sharing app that's wildly popular, TikTok, could be banned in the United States as a national security threat. Pompeo said the administration is looking seriously at claims that data that's collected by TikTok and other Chinese apps can be accessed by the government in Beijing. When asked on Monday if Americans should download the app, Pompeo said, quote, only if you want your private information in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. There was no immediate comment from TikTok. Yes, TikTok, the president of the United States in the middle of a global pandemic, in the middle of great social and racial unrest in this country. Donnie Trump is waging a war against Chinese apps, and that includes TikTok. Now, I am uh, one of the few places, and it's not even a political thing, one of the few places that I agree with Donald Trump anywhere is that we should ban TikTok from the United States. Like, it's just a plague at this point. And you spend hours upon hours, and I will admit, I have the app on my phone, I check it regularly, it's a very, it's, you know, it's mostly about me keeping current because a lot of, a lot of the players, frankly, on the team that I cover on a day-to-day basis for you guys, the Tennessee Titans, a lot of the players have TikTok, they're active on TikTok, some of them, like Jayon Brown, they're pretty good at TikTok, but many of the TikToks are god-awful, and many of the TikToks out there are just wasting hours and minutes and days and months and weeks of your life. It is just a black hole that never stops. Captain Kronk says Vine was better. Vine is Vine was the first evolution of TikTok. Vine was big when I was in college uh, now almost five years ago, which makes me very, very sad to think about. But TikTok is the app that is working on being banned. I would absolutely support the idea that TikTok would be banned. Uh, Sean Gill says, Twitter, my Chick-fil-A app, says Ethan Ramsey. That's actually a really good one. They are always tempting me with rewards. I am weak and always fall for it, which is bad for my wallet. Brad Benson, just with the laughing emoji. Shrike says, I just deleted it, and Twitter from my phone. Uh, So Shrike going away from TikTok, away from Twitter, because Twitter especially right now when there's no sports for you guys to consume, because that's where a lot of sports fans get their news and information. It's where a lot of media gets their news and information. Honestly, at this point, it seems that Twitter is just a place to wage war on a a political level, on a racial level, and it's just honestly exhausting at some times, especially right now when we have no sports to actually consume. I'm so pissed, by the way, at Nashville SC that I just couldn't figure out how to keep these guys from testing positive for COVID-19 because we were supposed to have a local sporting event played tonight on ESPN between Nashville SC and the Chicago Fire, and that ain't happening. Is G-Man, G-Man on base says, is MySpace still around? Yeah, I think it is, but I think it's primarily like for musicians. I think they kind of adapted what MySpace was like the previous. Was My, MySpace was before Facebook, I'm pretty sure. My Man, MySpace was when I was in like, I think I was in, that was my freshman year of high school and like, 7th and 8th grade when MySpace was uh, was relevant. I'll get Twitter back when sports is back. Too many arguments, says Shrike. I agree. Twitter and Facebook are probably the two most toxic apps 
says Sean Gill. TikTok came on my phone pre-installed, really. And even though I have no account, it still sends notifications to me of random videos to watch that I have no interest in viewing. That's uh, very interesting. I didn't know that was even possible. That feels like it shouldn't be allowed, Zach Drew. I don't know what kind of phone you have, but that uh, that seems like it might be a violation of privacy in one form form or another. What app would you most want banned? For me, it is TikTok. For me, there is no question it is TikTok. But Twitter, uh, the week that I spent off Twitter was uh, was very relaxing in my uh, in my week of vacation a couple weeks ago. I totally deleted Twitter. I felt completely disconnected from all things sports, political, race, just hatred in general. Turns out, world is not as bad a place, even as it's a tough time to be in the world that we live in today. The world is not as bad as it appears to be on Twitter. So maybe maybe Twitter is my A number one, even as I am highly addicted to Twitter. I spend entirely too much time on Twitter. It's a very self-involved app, which is why I spend so much time on there. Zach Drew says S10 Plus. Uh, oh, the uh, iPhone S10 Plus. Well, I think that they should not be allowed to pre-install apps on your phone, much less send you notifications for an app that you did not download. The Gone Viral Video of the Week. President Donald Trump trying to ban Chinese apps and TikTok, chief among them. Here on A to Z Sports Primetime, powered by Tennessee Tickets. We've done a great show. You guys have been great throughout the course of it. Again, apologies for a little bit of a delay in coming to you this morning. But now that we, now that I know how to pair audio with imagery, we will have that process refined for you the next time that we do such things. A few programming notes on the way out the door. The 615 Sessions podcast done yesterday, hugely informative, jam-packed full of all kinds of local sports goodness. It starts with our friends Adam Vingan, Preds reporter for The Athletic, and Drake Hills, who covers Nashville SC for the Tennessean, discussing all the issues that Nashville SC is currently facing, trying to resume their season, and from Vingan's perspective, how the NHL is handling the return to play with the Preds set to take on the Arizona Coyotes in a, uh, in a different-looking Stanley Cup playoffs on August 1st. Then we had Michael Gennetti, who is the managing editor of Spotrack.com, the excellent NFL and MLB and professional sports salary cap website. He broke down the Patrick Mahomes contract in, uh, in comparison with Ryan Tannehill's contract extension, and he explains on that podcast in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network why the Ryan Tannehill deal looks worse, not better, in light of Patrick Mahomes. I thought it was a very interesting perspective that Michael took. He also explained how they should have handled Derrick Henry's contract situation prior to tagging him. That is available to you in the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. My 615 Sessions podcast, where you can also get the Big Orange podcast on Mondays and the Tighten Up podcast on Wednesdays. Rate, review, and subscribe to the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. I will see you guys tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. Central Time. I promise that I will be a little more timely for you so we can have a little more time to spend in the mornings. And a reminder on the way out the door, as always, to support the people that support this show. That's the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. Tame the Beast, promo code AZ50, saves you 50% off your online order to groom boldly and to be 
a beast, and the fine folks at Tennessee Heating and Cooling who want to get you in your comfort zone with satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. 10HC.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com, Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Central Time. We'll see you guys then. And as always, fam, peace and love.